You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And good morning. Actually, it's Don. Don Dubuque, host of the Saturday Morning Outdoors Show. If you get up early on Saturdays and you go fishing or hunting or enjoy the great outdoors, you may have tuned me in. We do it each and every Saturday morning from 5 to 7 a.m. And on occasion like this one, I'm asked to come in and fill in for some of the regular hosts. Today it's uh, Newell's turn to whatever he's doing. I hope he's doing it in a warm place because it has been very chilly out there. Uh, We're going to take a little trip around Lake Pontchartrain. We're going to visit with some officials to the west, to the north, and to the east where those temperatures got even lower than it did in the metro area. Get some updates on the situations there. We're also going to talk to a representative with the Department of Transportation and Development about road conditions, any hazards out there, and how to find out more information about that if we do encounter more of what we have been getting for the last couple of days. But before we do that, I want to share a quick story with you, and this is a dog story. Uh, Monday, uh, a friend of mine, a hunting friend, uh, took his dog, Abby, a black lab, out to hunt near Rabbit Island. If you're not familiar with Rabbit Island, it's uh, close to where the Wrigley's intersects with the intercoastal waterway. It's only accessible by boat. Uh, The railroad bridge, if you're familiar with the railroad bridge that crosses the Wrigley's, it's right near there. Uh, His dog, Abby, went to retrieve a duck and simply did not return. And he has been searching and had people searching ever since. So far, no Abby. Abby has a collar with an ID, a phone number, an identification. Also has one of those uh, dog vests was wearing when she was last seen. Uh, the owner, as you can understand, is, is uh, in a panic and very depressed over this, as is all of his friends. And uh, there is a very generous anonymous donor who contacted me and wanted to offer, make an offer of $2,000 cash to anyone for the return of Abby. So if you happen to be out there, if you're fishing, hunting, uh, you see a black lab running along the shoreline, apparently looking, maybe lost, uh, check it out. And you can contact me to claim the reward and get the dog back to its own. Of course, the phone number's on there. Don at WWL.com is the easiest way. Or send me a direct message on my Facebook page. That's Don, D-U-B-U-C. And hopefully we'll have a very good ending to this story. You can only imagine uh, a night in the marsh for a dog, what that's like. All right, with that being said, let's talk about some of the residual effects and maybe some still to come in the surrounding Lake Pontchartrain parishes. We start off with Don Marshall, the constable of Tangipahoe Parish, and with a water district board member. Don, thanks for joining us. From one Don to another, I hope you stayed warm last night. I did, Don. I did. And I tell you what, this cold weather, I, I do not like the cold weather, Don, but I, this cold weather has given me a new respect for uh, for deer and duck hunters because there's no way I could be out in this weather. And I saw some some guys yesterday getting the boat ready to go out duck hunting and another guy getting everything else to go, his full and everything to go deer hunting. 
God bless them, because I know I couldn't do it. I'm not that dedicated. Well, the key is good preparation, have the right gear, the the right equipment. Uh, make sure you've got radios, marine radios if you're on the water, cell phone, all of those things, and take extra precautions because although it can be some of the best hunting times, it, it certainly uh, drives the ducks down with the northward migration when we get these kind of temperatures, but it can also be the most dangerous. So uh, always stay in contact and uh, make sure, you know, you, you, you tip over in a P-roll in, in the summertime, it's a laugh, but you do it this time of the year when it's hypothermia season and it can be deadly. So just a good reminder for everyone out there. Well, Don, tell us, how did Tangipaho uh, come through the, 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 the Arctic blast? I know you had some problems with fires at homes over that way. Yeah, we did have a few of those problems, but the, the, the water system uh, fared very, very well here. We serve uh, roughly 25,000 people here uh, with public water here in Tangible Parish from the Tangible Water District. Um, we did have one of our wells have a small issue um, where some of our chemicals that we treat the water with, um, specifically the chlorine, um, uh, froze um, night, uh, last, last night but the night before. Um, it didn't affect the well because it's a 500,000 gallon tank, so we had enough water in the tank to supply everybody sufficiently. We were able to uh, thaw the lines and um, thaw out the chemical, get new chemicals in there, and uh, the chlorine, obviously, and continue to repump, refill the tank. Um, it hadn't been completely depleted and keep the water safe and plentiful here on the south end. One of the things that helped us out was we got a new well, um, Fairhope Well, which is about a mile down the road. Um, and it's all of our systems on the south and the north end are looped in these two separate systems. So when one well goes down or has difficulties, the other wells can pick up the slack, and that, that benefited us greatly here on the south end. Um, we have had some. We haven't had any major breaks or any breaks on our lines, on our major lines. But we have had a couple of service line breaks, which is between where it comes off the main line and into your home. And so, if it's before the, if it's between the main line and the meter, we're responsible for it. And if it's after the meter, then the homeowner is responsible for it. But we've been working with our homeowners to identify, the, to identify those lines and get them fixed as soon as possible so people have water back in their system. Um, we did have one small issue. Um, we may be issuing um, a boil water advisor here in the, here in the next um, 30 minutes, I'd say. Um, we're getting the final details on that now up around the Arcola area. That tank is only 150,000 gallons, and it was completely drained. We had it scheduled for maintenance just before the freeze. Um, because that that particular well pumps water both downhill and uphill. And one of the issues was that we were having problems with the pump, so we wanted to get it fixed. The freeze caught us in the middle. Um, it did run out um, of water, so we're looking at a ball water advisory in that area. We do have some, some reports of um, water outages in that area. We're, we are on top of it and getting it working. Um, but that most of our tanks are 500,000 gallons. That is that is our smallest tank, and it is the only tank I believe we have that's under 50,000 gallons. It serves a very rural area, but the combination of the weather and the, the scheduled maintenance just caught us, and it caught us in a bad spot. But we are getting it back up and running. Got it. We're talking with Don Marshall, the constable of Tangipahoe Parish, also on the Tangipahoe Water District Board. If you've got any questions about uh, any of the utilities, uh, water conditions, road uh, closures or problems and uh, you'd like to have Don answered, you can shoot me a text on our Oakland Heart Talking text line at 
260-1870. Don, as far as power in the parish, um, how, how is that stacking up? Uh, is, do you have any major or even minor outages that you're aware of as far as power? So I am aware of a few a few outages. Um, I believe they excuse me. I believe they were mostly in the Hammond in the Hammond area in that area. Um, I don't deal with power a lot unless it happens to affect one of our wells. Um, I can tell you we haven't had any power outages here on the south end where I'm the constable at. Not that I've been made aware of. Not that I've seen on the Energy's website. Um, so that's good. Uh, we we didn't have a lot of freezing rain. We had some, but not enough to really affect the lines to the point where um, it would cause major damage. Um, none of our wells that I've been told had to go on auxiliary power or our generators that we have at all of our wells. Um, and I know I have family that lives all over through the area, and none of them, and then my family and friends have stated that uh, their power went out, and I have a whole home generator. So naturally, I told all of my family and friends, look, if power goes out, don't hesitate to come to my house. I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's keep everybody warm. So... Very generous of you. Yeah, power and water are the two elements that that you got to have. If someone finds themselves either because they didn't take the proper precautions and they get a pipe break because of the freeze, or they lose power, which could cause them not to provide enough heat uh, to run a pump or to generate enough heat to keep the water from freezing, are there any uh, shelters or warming centers that will be open this week in Tangipahoa that you can tell us? Uh, I do know that uh, Paris President Robbie Miller gave an interview yesterday, um, and he had said that there are several churches that are offering shelters. Um, the parish routinely opens the shelters, uh, but many times nobody nobody goes to them. Hmm. Um, but I know that several churches around here have had shelters open. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly which ones, but I know if you contact the parish the parish office, uh, parish government office. They can definitely tell you where your closest and best shelter is. Uh, also, the sheriff's office will probably have that information. You we know, don't I, have any here that I know of in the Bidico area. We're just a very rural country community here. You know, your area is not unique in that I've talked to other parishes and municipalities that offer these, these shelters, and they tell me rarely do people show up. And I think that speaks to the generosity of family and friends who will take them in rather than them go to a shelter, just like you offered your family to come over because you got the whole home generator. Absolutely, and I told the same thing to my neighbors. You know, everybody, look, if y'all need a place to stay warm, you know, come on over. Uh, we're going to keep it warm in here. As long as that generator is running, I don't care if the power goes out, we're going to have water because I protect my pipes and I run my, I run my water overnight, even though I don't have a lifted home and all my pipes are covered. The few pipes that I do have, I keep insulated on the outside, the spigots. And I run my water because I have pipes in the attic, and it gets and as cold as it is, it's going to get it's going to freeze in the attic as well potentially. Our, we got down to the low twenties here; it's twenty eight degrees up here right now. Yeah, well, it's sixteen where I am right now in my studio. So, well, not now; it was the low of sixteen. I haven't checked it recently, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people don't consider the pipes in the attic being exposed as they do on the ones on the exterior. Don, thanks for taking the time, and, of course, you've got our phone number. If you need to get any word out to Tanchapoho areas, particularly those in your Bidico area, please let us know. Thank you, Don. All righty, Don Marshall, the constable of Tanchapoho Parish, also a board member with the Water District.
All right, coming back from this break, we're going to talk to John Ram. He is the Director of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness for St. Bernard Parish. How did y'all do down in the parish? If you got a question and you'd like to pose it to uh, Mr. Ram, well, you can send us a text on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, or you can speak to us direct. The number's easy enough, 504-260-1870. When we come back, I'll answer some of those text questions coming in right after this. You're listening to WWL 870 AM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, yeah, there's Coleman making us feel even colder with that cold as ice. Brr. Well, I'm Don Dubuque filling in for Newell Norman. I have been told where Newell is. Uh, there was actually a Newell sighting. He is out on his annual fishing trip. I don't know how much fishing they're going to do because I'm pretty sure I know the spot where he goes, and it's going to be doggone chilly, some very cold water, and some pretty sluggish fish. But uh, it's going to be warming up a little bit later this afternoon and over the next couple days when he's out there. So hopefully Newell will come back with some good fish stories. In the meantime, I'll be hosting today and tomorrow. We're going to be talking with uh, some representatives from some of our surrounding parishes about conditions there. I want to get to our text board, though, and get to some of these questions. This one says, how did the owner of Abby lose sight of his dog? When we hunt, we can always see our dogs. And what he's talking about is uh, there was a black lab that has been lost since Monday in the Rabbit Island area close to the Wrigley's and the Intercoastal Waterway. Uh, there's a $2,000 cash reward by a very generous donor for the return of Abby. So if you uh, see a black lab running around with a, a life vest on it and an ID collar, please contact me or you can contact the number on that. But as far as the question of how did he lose sight of it, from what I'm told, uh, the dog went to retrieve a down teal in some tall canes and just never came back. So the future is still uh, in the balance there. All right, we got, uh, let's see, this one says he's sitting with seven baby goats, enjoying Double D Stay Warm, Big Mike on Cold by Your Liberty. Well, you know, there's a song called, three, you know, there's a group, Three Dog Night. Well, that's what that means. It was set cold enough to sleep with three dogs to warm you up. Maybe there'll be a new song called Seven Goat Night. And uh, question, when will your interview with Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Secretary be? The new secretary, Madison Shahan, uh, was very excited about coming on. I spoke with her 
and hopefully it will be either tomorrow or Friday. I don't have a time yet on the schedule for when she'll be on, but we'll certainly let you know. All right, and then we have this one says, I was fishing that area a few months ago. I had a 12 to 13-foot gator hanging out right around my boat. Obviously, I wasn't afraid of people. I hope that's not what happened, um, but definitely a possibility. Well, I think it's a, it's not a total impossibility, but I don't think that probably was what happened to the dog. When the waters get this cold, alligators do not feed. Now, it was a little warmer on Monday, and the possibility is always there, but I would be very surprised that uh, any gators would uh, be feeding with the water temperatures as cold as they've been. All right, if you do have any information, contact me at don at wwl.com. That's the email. Or simply uh, send me a direct message on my Facebook. Right now, let's talk to John Ram. He's the Director of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness for St. Bernard Paris. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. And uh, normally we're doing this uh, in September. You know, we got something coming from the Gulf. This came up from Canada. Tell us how it's been affecting St. Bernard Parish. Well, first, thanks for having me on this morning to be able to talk to folks out there. And uh, I listen to your show. I like your show on the weekends and Fridays. Very informative, very informative. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, um, this weather, you know, this this polar vortex, this Arctic air, whatever you want to call it, frigid, uh, whatever it is, is something we don't get that often. But we do have to make uh, preparations for it in case something does happen. Because as you say, normally we start these uh, conversations back in, you know, Early early summer, midsummer, talking about hurricanes. We've been lucky, knock on wood, the last few years we've been uh, spared them. But this Arctic weather, something not many people are used to. Uh, it takes a while to get used to driving on ice and snow, and we don't have that much down here. So we we, we start having conference calls. We started this on Sunday with uh, our National Weather Service partners, the regional partners in this area down here, along with the rest of the state. And the governor's office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness talking about what preparations we were taking throughout the region to be ready for this Arctic thing. And basically, you know, the biggest thing would be our water systems and our highways for the precipitation that was coming in over the weekend. So down here in St. Bernard, what we did was we made sure all our fire trucks were stationed inside the buildings to keep them freezing. The water pumps on the trucks would freeze up. Uh, make sure our water tires were full. Uh, our water plant storage tank was full we kept processing no issues so we do what we can to make sure that we don't have any breaks that we can control as much as we can of course mother nature as you know you know you're a fisherman you get out there you're an outdoorsman you take what she gives you and do the best you can when the weather got bad overnight a lot of roads were closed and some people heeded the warnings of the officials which we always ask you to do that we 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 tell you things to make sure you're safe because we want you to come back healthy and happy or at least healthy anyway from where they're going. So we take a lot of precautions in advance of what we know is going to happen, what we think is going to happen. You know, John, uh, in in the case of, of hurricanes and tropical depressions and storms, uh, people kind of have a routine. They go through it. They kind of practice it. And if not in person, they do it through their mind, what they'll be doing. But a lot of times we don't consider this because this is so rare to have these low, low temperatures and these hard freezes. But St. Bernard does have uh, quite a few roadways that cross water and overpasses. And uh, it would certainly be, you know, up to, to their advantage to know where these troublesome spots are. Where are some of the places people might expect to encounter problems if this happens again in the next week or so? Well, you know, coming down, uh, first I'm going to talk about the the uh, I-10, I-510 bridge, or as we love to call it, the Green Bridge, and it is being <laughs> repainted green, which i got to say I love it. That's the way it works. 
course put in. That's one of our main arteries into the parish, so it's a big uh, it's a big roadway for us. But inside the parish, we have the Violet Bridge on uh, Judge Perez, which is an elevated roadway, which could ice very, very quickly. We do have some smaller bridges and canals in Lower St. Bernard that do cross, you know, some of the Bayou Terrebuff and Bayou Lelouch and places like that. We have the, the, the bridge, the historic bridge down in Wyclosky. Those ice up quick. So we have just a few spots that the locals know about. They've been here for a long time. They've lived here for a long time. It's, it's the people that come in to visit and, you know, be tourists and be fishermen, be hunters that may not be aware of what's going on. So we have a few of those around. But I tell you, the worst one down here would be the Violet Bridge going over the Violet Canal on Judge Perez. Right. Well, it sounds like the parish fared quite well. And, um, you know, we'll be a little bit more anticipation because we're going to kind of get a, another dose of the same thing. There's supposed to be some light rain or precipitation followed by some extreme cold weather. So uh, in the case of people needing help, if they find themselves with busted pipes or uh, they, they lose power and they can't stay in the home, uh, are there any shelters set up or where would they be able to find locations for shelters in an emergency? Well, we we had we had plans we uh we had plans to open a warming center if it does arise where we have a long term power outage or something that would necessitate people getting in from the cold, especially the ones who live in the, uh, the travel trailers and the mobile homes, and we publicized that usually the day before we expect to open it. It is manned by our uh, government workers. We also have the sheriff's deputies on hand, a Caden ambulance, and workers there to staff if uh, the need arises. But with this past weather, we, we, we talked to energy and didn't foresee any issues with any kind of long-term power outages, so we didn't open anything up. But if we do need one, we will publicize it in advance to let people know where it's at. We just ask that if they do show up, they bring their bedding and, uh, you know, emergency medical supplies such as uh, medication, what have you, because it will be a warming center uh, for an overnight stay until the sun comes out the next morning. And... We want people to realize that they need to bring what they need to survive overnight in the shelter. It'll be heated, of course, but uh, we want them to be prepared to, you know, take care of themselves. Very good. John, anything else you want to say to the residents of St. Bernard Parish as we uh, get ready to hunker down for another Arctic blow? Well, you know, not only the St. Bernard residents, but uh, the rest of the residents of the parishes around here, the state, listen to your, your local elected officials, your emergency managers, and whatever radio TV station you care to tune into, listen to the weather folks and take their advice. And uh, remember, we do it because we want you safe. We don't tell you to evacuate because we don't like you. We tell you to evacuate if you have to because we want you to come back safe. So listen to what we have to say. You know, John, we have to. You mentioned the the media, and I think we have to take our hats off to the job that the uh, the meteor meteorological media did on this event i mean they were right on as far as temperatures times icing uh, kept a good handle on traffic openings and closures they they did a really good job with this storm yeah i know I, we, we always rely on the national weather service you know for our uh, information that we use to make decisions and they were right on it again too like i said i, I watched several stations locally and uh, everybody put out information the residents needed but it's, it's like the old adage, you can bring, you lead the horse to water, but is he going to drink? I don't know. So you tell the people the information they need to make an informed decision, but it's up to the individual to do what they want to do. John, I got one question for you. Uh, Bayou 
Uh, Lutra. You know what happens when we get these kind of temperatures in Bayou Lutra right there by Wallach, and Shell Beach. The redfish oh. stack up in that canal. Can you give us any reports? Well, we haven't I haven't talked about that much just recently. We did mention a little bit of them on it, but there is some stuff going on down there. We're talking about getting it uh, straightened out. But, yeah, it's it's happening. You're right. You know where I'm talking about? You've been there many times. Yes, sir. All righty. Thanks, John. Always good to talk with you, my friend. Take care. Okay, keep up the good work on your show. All righty. Thank you. All right. From there, let's. Uh, we have Rodney with us, uh, Director of Department of uh, Development and Transporta- Transportation and Development. Head that backwards. D-O-D-T-D. Rodney Millett joins us now. Rodney, thanks for taking the time to talk with our listeners. You bet. Glad to be here. Give us the latest information on the, from uh, DODT on uh, road openings, closings, problems. Uh, I, it sounds like what happened was, you know, the precipitation came through and then the temperature dropped very quickly. We had icing on some roads, and those roads were, were closed temporarily until they could be reopened again. Uh, do you think we're going to run into that again with this next system that's coming through? Predictions, and even the folks who do that for sometimes we're getting it right so what we do is we just prepare so like this storm that came through we had ice i mean ice we had anti-ice agents uh, such as brine and salt set up in our staging areas throughout the state uh, waiting for the weather system to come in so when you put down the de-icing agent you need to do it in such a manner where it's timed to where it can be useful if you put it out too early then the wind, the rain, and the cars will blow it off. And so you've really just wasted your salt and your brine. So, uh, you know, we were we were prepared to do that, and uh, we know that we are going to have to close some bridges. Uh, in Louisiana, we have the third most bridge deck space of any state, which means we have a lot of long bridges. So the Bonacary Spillway, the Chafalaya Basin Bridge, I-55, those routes are typically – typically going to be closed if the weather drop if the temperature drops low enough for a long enough time and we have the precipitation because the routes we can keep open don't have the long bridges and that's going to be like US 190 or 61 so um, you know those are the things that we key on and then we also put down 65,000 pounds of salt in an effort to keep the twin spans Chewy P. Long, Crescent City connection bridges open so you're you're, temp- you're you're right. Basically, what happens is we prepare to put down the anti-icing agents, but we do know from doing this, from you know, ten years of experience at this, that we're going to lose some of those long bridges. Uh, we're, we're talking with Rodney Millett, the director of DOTD. Um, you know, the causeway used, uh, I don't think they used the brine. They said they, uh, Carlton Dufresne, I heard him say they were using a de-icing agent similar to what they use on airplane wings and perhaps on the runway. What are the options besides salt and brine that can be put on bridges to keep them from freezing? And are there any harmful residual effects to an automobile that has that splashing up underneath the undercarriage? Should somebody take it through a car wash after going through that or... With just one simple exposure, not really be a problem. Well, the uh, causeway is not a state-owned route, so I am not familiar with what uh, anti-icing agent they would put on that. We do use brine and we use salt, and those are those are the ones that we use. And um, as far as the damage it can do to a vehicle, I uh, 
Yeah, now, I would not know off the top of my head. I couldn't guarantee anything, but I tell you, what I do is I do try to run it through a car wash that has the bottom washing uh, ability or at least give mine a good spray wash underneath the vehicle because uh, I don't know how much it takes, but I do know some people from up north who have to go through this on a more regular basis do have rust underneath their vehicle if they don't uh, wash underneath on a regular basis. Uh, right. Ronnie, um, as far as people getting the information on which businesses are going to be closed and which are open, uh, they don't always have the luxury of, of being able to see it on TV and on radio. We try to get as much information as we can. Uh, are there any social media sites that the uh, department puts out oh. where people can access uh, immediate, you know, on-the-spot closings and openings of roadways? The closest you're going to get to on-the-spot is 511LA.org. We have... The website, the app, we put that information out on all our press releases, social media, every interview that uh, any of us do about DOTD at all. The uh, 511LA.org app and uh, website is uh, beneficial use on on a daily basis. I use mine on a regular basis, and we have – if there's a crash on the interstate and I have to take an alternate route – then, uh, then I can get that information right then and there. And I can tell you, too, this is pretty handy. Uh, Waze and Google Maps also use our information. So if you can use a hands-free travel app or if you want to do some research before you leave the house, any one of those uh, travel apps come in uh, very handy. Technology is not all bad. That's a perfect example <laughs> of a lot of good. You're right about that. Rodney, thanks for the great job you guys did in, in keeping uh, the bridges open and keeping the people informed on the ones that weren't, and uh, look forward to talking with you again sometime. Hey, back to you. You guys do a great job of keeping people informed, and anytime you need us, give us a call. Will do. Thank you. That's Rodney Millett, yeah. director of the DOTD. And, again, that, that, that website and app, if you're driving, you can use it. It's 511LA.com. Org. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we're going to be talking to the president of St. Tammany Parish, my home parish. Find out how St. Tammany is doing dealing with this Arctic blast. He's next right here on the Big 870 WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
All right, now here's the situation. Don Dubuque is on the radio from 10 to 1, and Newell Norman is on a fishing trip. What is wrong with that picture? But the question is, uh, when you talk about Newell fishing, uh, do you envision him all bundled up with the thick gloves and a uh, hood pulled over and uh, the hockey mask and all that kind of stuff and bent over with a rod pulling in the fish? Or is he there at the camp with the boys sharing a few hot toddies and stories? That's the real question about that fishing trip. <laughs> I guess we'll hear more about it when Newell comes back. I'm Don Dubuque filling in for him, and we're going to talk in a second to uh, Mike Cooper, the president of St. Tammany Parish. You know, there's been a lot of advice and tips been given out over the media for the last few days on dealing with this Arctic blast. And one of the ones that really paid off the most for me was uh, the tip that when you walk out on your porch or on steps, be careful because they could be iced over and you could slip and just fall right on you-know-what. Well, (laughs) my studio here, which I call St. Hubert's Cathedral, where I broadcast from, that was exactly the case. I have concrete steps with those, uh, I don't know, those vinyl rubber mats that are on them. And uh, after the rain, they got wet, the ice, and it stuck to it. And uh, you talk about slick and slippery. And had I not heeded that warning, uh, I could be sitting out there on my butt out there. And the guy that gave that tip was joining us now, president of St. Tammany Parish, Mike Cooper. Mike, thank you for sparing me uh, not only some injury but some embarrassment. I appreciate that. Uh, That's great, Don. Uh, And I'm glad you heeded that advice. Uh, I learned that early on uh, when these cold uh, Arctic blasts come through, that's the first thing that's going to ice up. And I certainly don't want to do the same thing. So uh, thanks for sharing that. And you should be fishing right now. You should be the one fishing. I agree with you. Yeah, we're going to have to get this situation reversed. Mike, how did uh, we fare with the Paris last night so far? What are you hearing? Any power, water problems, road problems, or anything like that? Actually, uh, last night uh, and this morning, while the tips were uh, more extreme than they were the, the previous evening, uh, we we have not experienced any any types of issues. Uh, I know our schools are closed today. However, we made a decision late yesterday afternoon to uh, to open our offices again. Uh, I think the schools closed for for different reasons other than uh, uh, having uh, hazardous uh, roadways. But uh, no, we're back at back at work. Uh, no experiences in um, in in frost that would would cause uh, hazardous conditions on our roadways. That's great news, uh, Mike. Uh, I really appreciate that newsletter you send out on a weekly basis. And I think uh, probably if people need to know about any problems in St. Tammany Parish, I guess you need to tell them about the closing of that Bogafalia Bridge, that overpass that crosses over the Bogafalia River there in Covington. How long is that going to go on? So uh, this is Bo Brothers uh, Construction is uh, has the contract for the, uh, the widening of Collins Boulevard up to the Lee Road intersection, plus replacing the overpass. Uh, actually, it's construction of a new overpass. But but what will be closed actually uh, inter- intermittently will be the Tammany Trace Bridge, which is underneath the overpass. Uh, because because the contractor will be working and driving pilings uh, in the immediate area, the Tammany Trace will be closed intermittently. Uh, in, in fact, the section of the Tammany Trace will actually be removed by the contractor while this work is going on. So it's actually the Tammany Trace that will be closed and not the uh, not the overpass. Ah, very yeah, big difference there. Glad to hear that. 
Mike, if someone, uh, we, we're supposed to get another round of this, uh, a little bit of precipitation followed by some cold weather, probably not as extreme in the teens like we had last night. Uh, but if someone uh, needs, you know, in a trailer, they lose power, pipes freeze up, they're in a place without water, don't feel safe, or there are any shelters set up in the parish, and where can people find out more about them? Well, thank you for that. Uh, in fact, uh, Giving Hope Retreat on Highway 190 in Lacombe uh, actually provided uh, housing or, or comfort for uh, those needing a warming shelter the, the past two the past two nights. And uh, the first night, Monday evening, there were three overnight guests, and last night there were four overnight guests. Uh, but that's the Giving Hope Retreat, and that number is 985-218-9485. They ask that you call in advance. Uh, to, uh, to so that they can let you know what to uh, what to bring, but hopefully uh, they they will be available. But hopefully the temps don't get that extreme to where it will be needed. But we do have that warming shelter available to our citizens uh, should they need it. Got it. Thanks again for joining us, Mike. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on your reelection, and looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Don. Appreciate the call. Mike Cooper, president of St. Tammany Parish. All right, we're going to come back after this break. I'll get to some of your calls and uh, comments and questions on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talking Text Line. That number is 504-260-1870. Make good use of it. And I'm also finding out that it's even worse than Newell's fishing trip. Oh, now I'm really sad. Back to tell you more about that right after these messages where you're listening to the Newell Norman Show. I'm Don Dubuque on the Big 870 WWL. Okay, so I'm finding out now that the Newell Norman fishing story gets even worse. It's not his annual fishing trip. It's his hunting trip. Great weather to be out there hunting. And uh, hopefully Newell will bag. Uh, I think he probably does more duck hunting than any deer hunting, but I'm not sure where he is. Hopefully get that story when he comes back. All right, getting to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Uh, here's a suggestion to put a drone over that area to find the missing dog, Abby. Uh, that has been done with an infrared camera. No success yet. If you come across Abby, the Black Lab, uh, contact me. There's a $2,000 anonymous reward for the return of Abby, lost in the Rabbit Island area near the Wrigley's and uh, Intercoastal Waterway. All right, here's uh, some more requests about when will our interview be with the new Secretary of Wildlife and Fisheries, and will it be taped? That's a good time for me to tell you this. Uh, if you miss any shows on WWL, all you do is click on audio. Go to the website, WWL.com, look for audio, put in the host's name. In this case, if it's on this time slot, put in Newell's name. If it's on mine from 5 to 7, you can put my name in. It'll take you to all of our daily podcasts. You can listen to that particular interview or the entire show. You can listen whenever you want, wherever you are. Or you can download the Odyssey app and listen to any of the WWL shows that you enjoy. All right, uh, we've got this comment that, that Governor Landry would bring an out-of-stater with no background in our state as a slap in the face of all sportsmen who buy licenses and sporting goods in this state. Well, I say let's give her a chance. Let's hear tell us what she's got as far as a vision and then make a judgment on the type of job she does. But I will agree uh, it was certainly a shocking and unusual choice. All right, another Let's see, a 511 app is amazing. D-O-D-T cameras there, too. All right, coming back after this, we talk in baseball with Hunt Palmer. LSU season 30 days away. Are you ready? Are they ready? We'll find out next.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 